ಓಂ ಶರವಣ ಭವ ಡೇ ಸಿಕ್ಸ್ಟೀನ್ ಪಾರಾಯಣ ಇಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಕ್ರಿಟಿಕಲ್ ದಟ್ ದ ವಿಸ್ಡಮ್ ಎಂಬಾಡಿಡ್ ಇನ್ ದ ವೇದಾಸ್ ಅವರ್ ಸ್ಕ್ರಿಪ್ಚರ್ಸ್ ಬಿ ಇಂಟರ್ನಲೈಸ್ಡ್ ಇಟ್ ಇಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಇನಫ್ ಟು ಮಿಯರ್ಲಿ ಅಫರ್ಮ್ ದೆಮ್ ವರ್ಬಲಿ ಪ್ರಾಕ್ಟಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ದ ಬೆಸ್ಟ್ ವೇ ಆಫ್ ಇಂಟರ್ನಲೈಸಿಂಗ್ ದ ಟ್ರೂತ್ ಕಂಟೇನ್ ಇನ್ ದೆಮ್ ದ ಫೋ ಪಿಲರ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ರೈಟ್ ಕಾಂಡಕ್ಟ್ ಸ್ಟೆಮ್ಸ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ದೆಮ್ they are inspired with the objective of guiding human kind to eternal peace and happiness they are the source of ultimate security and comfort what i have or i am immersed in is pure bliss what the world has is illusion what i have is permanent what the world is steeped in is temporary what the world has i do not need but what i have the world is in dire need of i do the hard work of cooking and the world does the eating i am the author of the language you speak and the source of even the water you drink if the world looks above from below it cannot see anything but if it looks below by going above it will perceive everything if you wish to negotiate the world successfully it is important to worship the divine mother the goddess parvati the consort of lord shiva and the divine father lord shiva lord shiva symbolizes auspiciousness and peace goddess parvati symbolizes nature or creation access to the nectar of the holy ganges is impossible without the worship of both parents liberation is assured only to those who bathe in the waters they bathe in and consume what they which is the parents consume what our divine parents give us is prasadam usually sweets that have been offered to the gods after successful completion of a prayer or a ritual and distributed to participants as a consecrated offering along with sacred ash what we give our parents is tainted food the mind is mother the tree is father the fruit is guru in the tradition of sanatana dharma god and guru are one and the same the sweet taste of the fruit is god it is wisely said by the native americans that we have not inherited this earth from our ancestors but we have only borrowed them from our children our biggest challenge today as parents lies in helping our children internalize the truth contained in our vedic traditions so that they can live happily peacefully and have contented lives message on cow protection the mother feeds her child for 6 months but the sacred cow feeds human kind throughout its life being a realized master sadguru murali krishna displays deep unconditional love 
such love is not restricted to human beings but includes animals and plants as well a mahatma is a living truth of the principle all is one and one is all such unreserved compassion for the universe is the true test of a genuine mahatma such a blessed one is unable to view the universe as being apart from himself or herself his love embraces all creation and he makes no distinction between one form of life and another sadguru murali krishna displayed such love from the earliest days and all kinds of animals were accorded a warm welcome and respected by everybody in the ashram they are treated like human beings and always addressed by their names sick animals were brought to the ashram and kept by baba ji on his couch or on the floor beside him until their eventual recovery swami ji often speaks with great insistence and feeling on the subject of cow protection the sharavana baba goshala located at shri krishnapuram the village that swami murali krishna was born in kerala in south india aims to advance the noble cause of cow protection in a modest way in this goshala which is the cow shed cows bulls and calves are looked after with great care and affection these animals are not sold to slaughter houses or abandoned even when they become old they are maintained till the end of their lives in the same circumstances that they were brought up in why is the cow sacred in our scriptures kamadhenu the sacred cow which grants all wishes and desires is an integral part of hindu mythology this divine cow which lives in swargaloka heaven emerged from shira sagara the ocean of milk at the time of samudra manthana the great churning of the ocean by the gods and the demons was presented to the seven sages by the gods and eventually came to the possession of sage vasishta kamadhenu's complexion is like the white clouds every part of a cow's body has a religious significance its four legs symbolize the four vedas its teeth the four purusharthas these include dharma or righteous conduct artha or wealth kama or desire and moksha or liberation its horns symbolize the gods its face symbolizes the sun and the moon its shoulders agni the god of fire and its legs the himalayas kamadhenu is also widely known through her five other forms including nanda sunanda surabhi sushila and sumana
importance of cow protection lord krishna says in shrimad bhagavatam i can be worshiped within cows by offerings of grass and other suitable grains and paraphernalia for the pleasure and health of cows and one may worship me within the vaishnavas by offering loving friendship to them and honoring them in all respects hindu scriptures portray the cow as a symbol of motherhood and the bull as a symbol of fatherhood together they symbolize the parents of the human race the cow is the quintessential mother just as a little child pulls at the mother's breast for milk human society pulls the teeth of the cow for her milk similarly the bull represents the paternal side it is often that the father is the breadwinner very similar to the bull who tills the soil to produce food grains destroying cows and bulls is tantamount to human society destroying the spirit of parenthood consider the virtues of the cow she is the most important animal for developing the human body to perfection the body can be maintained by a variety of foods but cow's milk is particularly essential for developing the finer tissues of the human brain that enable us to experience the intricacies of transcendental knowledge civilized human is expected to live on foodstuffs comprising fruits vegetables grains sugar and milk the bull is indispensable to agricultural production and by virtue of that fact can rightly be said to be the father of human kind by supplying milk to human society the cow is indisputably the mother it is for these reasons that it is incumbent upon a civilized person to provide protection to cows and bulls their joint protection is the single most important principle for saving the entire world from both moral and spiritual degradation this simple yet caring act of protection will ensure that the previous benefits of religiosity and piety will be automatically accomplished without any separate additional endeavor this is because cows are beloved to lord krishna the supreme personality of godhead as indeed are saintly brahmanas this is why our scriptures affirm offering respect to cows will help the devotee diminish the residue of his sinful activities in the past the importance of the cow and bull we appear to have forgotten the critical role that cows and bulls play in our lives the bull 
is the emblem of dharma right conduct and the cow represents the earth when they are together peaceful and in a joyous mood know that the entire universe will be of similar temperament milking a cow is symbolic of drawing the core principles of spirituality in liquid form cow's milk is so pure that it is spirituality in liquefied form this explains why the cow is accorded so much importance in our scriptures they embody the principle of sacrifice their entire lives are spent in the service of others we are one of the most defenseless species to be found on the earth even their dung and urine are of immense value as fertilizer fuel or medicine our responsibility society must therefore invest in the maintenance of these two animals with loving care unfortunately both are being slaughtered in large numbers today these are sinful acts and it is such acts that are responsible for many of the troubles that afflict us today to kill cows is equivalent to destroying human civilization people are unaware of the immense harm they are doing in the name of meeting the needs of development they do not realize that only when cows and bulls are happy content and secure in all respects can the rest of the society be happy this is not a pious thought but an incontrovertible fact and occupies the status of law of nature om sharavana bhava important discourses message at the balaji temple in birmingham on 24th of august 2009 i write on instructions from our beloved sadguru shri murali krishna his holiness has specifically asked us to communicate his pleasure and happiness with which he was received at the balaji temple during our recent visit to birmingham baba ji thanks each and every one of you for the kindness generosity and hospitality that was showered on him and sends the following messages to all of you it is the nature of the cow to give milk if she is not milk she will be in pain thanks to the milk that accumulates in her udders she derives maximum happiness when she is milk similarly the guru is most happy when the milk of jnana wisdom squeezed out of him the universe is akin to a forest where both edible and inedible fruits are to be found among the large number of fruits that are grown in this forest very few are edible among those fruits that are edible one person 
grows the fruit another takes care of it by watering it the third nurtures it and the fourth plucks it when it is ready a fifth packs it a sixth transports it to many places a seventh stores it in the supermarket and the eighth buys it the ninth person brings it to guru as an offering and finally the guru distributes it to enable others to experience its sweetness the one quality that links the entire value chain is happiness its absence in any one of the stages causes its loss to be felt everywhere else the presence causes happiness to be experienced in each state of the process similarly the world is akin to a tree this tree has many fruits on it only some are edible the branches symbolize people who have to pluck and carry the fruits to enable others to experience their sweet taste we must strengthen and spread these branches to spread the message of love and compassion by helping others experience the happiness which we experience to be lost in selflessly serving others is to experience god substance of discourse on 25th august 2009 the morning began with meeting people and providing darshan at the house of shri rahul kabade he proceeded for a house visit close to wembley at midday ms famiji delivered a beautiful satsang on the importance of worshiping and securing the permission of mother father guru and god in every activity that we undertake in our daily life including eating drinking walking breathing and so on when we practice these instructions this brings happiness to our parents and we ourselves experience happiness our activities are always under god's scanner the scanner faithfully and accurately records every activity mental and physical that we indulge in the sun god surya is the scanner during the day and the moon god chandra is the scanner of our activities during the night in other words nothing escapes god's attention substance of discourse on 26 august 2009 this is a brief summary of swamiji's discourse delivered at the shivan kovil in lewisham in london during this satsang swamiji gave very powerful and heart touching messages to the audience some key messages include the following people wander around holy places such as temples rivers and mountains to find god but none are able to discover him god actually resides inside you some believe that the deity they worship alone is god or the absolute we need to realize the fact that it is human beings 
who construct temples it is human beings who install and consecrate the deities and it is again human beings who worship these deities by invoking the chaitanya or the living presence of god in them therefore it is important for us to first understand value and respect human beings it is this respect for other human beings that leads us eventually to god god resides within us and not outside us every act of ours in our daily life must become a sadhana spiritual practice we must be like the sage narada who is ever engrossed in prayer to lord vishnu or sudama who was ever constant in his prayer to lord krishna all prayer cleanses us it is therefore desirable to engage in constant prayer a husband should do seva service to his wife very similar to the kind of seva you perform to lord shiva in that shivan temple similarly a wife should perform service to her husband only then will lord shiva be happy for the worship you have rendered and the offerings you have brought here parents are happy only when they see their children happy children are likewise happy only when they see their parents happy lord shiva is pleased only when he sees all his children performing their duties diligently and engaging in selfless service in their daily life he is happy when he sees his children united in prayer under such circumstances his grace falls on us without being asked we should control our anger we read in the puranas that when lord shiva was in a tandava bhava angry mood parvati devi did not react to him in the same aggressive way instead he went into tapas austerity by being silent and prayed to lord shiva to calm down we should also practice the same qualities in our own daily life be it a husband or wife one has to bow down to the needs of the other to ensure that harmony prevails at all times we were born naked and also die naked a short span obtained in the meanwhile which is our life during which we must be consciously or unconsciously devoted to serving others it is only on deeper introspection that we realize that we are actually serving our parents children friends siblings or society substance of discourse on 27th august 2009 Sadguru Murali Krishna visited two houses in Wembley. These include the houses of Mr. Jayaram and Mr. Gajendra Ramteke, both of whom work as managers in an IT company. The visit to Mr. Jayaram's house began 
with the recitation of the Vishnu Sahasranama and was followed by a beautiful satsang. One of the important messages conveyed by Swamiji lay in his observation that the main purpose of chanting the various Sahasranamas and the reciting of prayers lies in the successful completion of our duties. We must perform our duties diligently, cheerfully and sincerely. What happened in the past was already planned. It is the same with all that is happening in the present. And it is equally true of what will occur in the future. Water is called by different names in different countries and in multiple contexts. The same is true of prayers offered in different religions. Hindus do a Namaskaram, join hands in prayer. Muslims do Niskaram, offer prayers. And Christians do Kumbhasaram, pray for grace and seek forgiveness. The objective in each case is one and the same. Seek the grace of the Lord in the performance of our daily actions. It is like seeing there are many roads to London, north, south, west and east, and all of them are legitimate. Among Swamiji's memorable utterances was the following. In a town nestled in a forest, Palakkada, there is a village called Sri Krishnapuram, place dedicated to Lord Krishna, in which a youth called Murali Krishna hails from a family named Kirke Pulikal, the tamarind that rises like the sun from the east which awakens the luminosity of inner consciousness. Om Sharavanabhava Day 16 reading concluded.